Welcome to the Astral Lounge, everybody. Today I have a very special guest by the name of Emilia. Say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He's dying right now. <laughs> All right, so for all of you listening, it's taking us around, like, how long? Like, a fucking hour to get this damn recording to begin through Zoom, and then Zoom stopped working, so we had to use WebEx. Shout out to WebEx. Hey, yo, quick shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Let's get it. So. Yo, you had to make, like, three different links. Jesus. I did, like, five fucking links to get it. Oh, never mind. The reason it wasn't working for the people listening was because the damn audio on both of our ends was not working yet it was still showing up as if it was working and it just yeah, whatever so webex if you want to advertise and sponsor this podcast in the future i got you so yo i could literally see him on the zoom like screaming into the mic and i couldn't hear a damn thing you know for a second when you said i could hear him screaming i was like who the fuck are you talking to about <laughs> and then i realized <laughs> then i realized that there's an audience that we're talking to like as if because we're, we're on a podcast that's the astro lounge podcast anyway, you're like who the fuck else <laughs> i was like who the fuck this motherfucker breaking the fourth wall while talking to me no but uh <laughs> all right let's get into it so i was gonna start it off <laughs> with i went to my uni to my college today to get my id because i uh i lost it and when i went to my college i had to you know pay or whatever and then i went up to the library and i decided to instead of taking the elevator because i have ocd I decided to take the stairs, which were eight flight of stairs. Jesus. And, and then I got to the library, which is where they do the, uh, the ID. The reading? The <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they bring out the tarots and shit and they give you today and, and, and Leo, you know, so <laughs> today and your moon is, uh, shady. It's to the left, but to the middle. <laughs> No, but I get to the library and there was a transgender uh, person doing the uh, the at the uh, reception, right? There and... was a transgender. <laughs> yes, there was a transgender person at the mm -hmm. reception. And I'm going to tell you right now, it was one of the sweetest people I've ever met. And I'm not saying this just to like, oh, like, look at me, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I was just like, I felt like this, I felt their aura was so, because they've already gone through the phase of like almost knowing who they truly are and accepting it mm -hmm. and having to kind of like put themselves in that position where it's like, I know who I am and I'm going to stick to it. And I think that was something so empowering to that and. They started. It's something to admire. Yeah, it was. That's why I'm like, it was such a. I was so. It, it, it made me admire it even more because I don't know. They were just so cool and they were so like funny. They started showing me their. Because uh, I was taking the picture and at one time the person goes, uh, Oh, you want to take <laughs> another one? And I go, No, like, I don't care. And they start laughing. And so then they go, you want to see my ID? Like, I have all sorts of fucked up haircuts on mine. And I'm like, damn, what are you trying to say? You know? <laughs> like, 
Like, what are you trying to say? No, but they were pretty cool. And I don't know. I just felt like such a, like, gentle. Like, I remember walking away from that person just being like, wow, they were so gentle and so, like. Uh, Soft. Yeah, I don't know. It felt, it felt really great to just, like, be in their presence. So, I don't know. That was something wonderful that happened to me. <clears throat> That's nice. Yeah, some people just have, like, really nice auras. Even if you, like, don't really know them at all. Like, they just, like have a good energy to them i don't know yeah and i think they were uh flirting with like me <laughs> oh my god i'm about to, I'm, you know someone like me you know a niche uh celebrity myself a niche instagram celebrity you know, it's so hard it's so hard to uh you know just you know be there for the fans you know so hard to be this wonderful if you were an actual celebrity I am the most insufferable woman alive. I don't think anybody <laughs> should let me be a celebrity. What if what if somebody came up to you? What if you had what if let's say uh 5 years from now you become a celebrity and a and a girl that is just out of like high school or probably like let now nah, fuck it let's make it even harder. <laughs> She's like 10 years old. She's with her mom and she tugs her mom's shirt. Smack goes, that kid. She, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. And she goes Mama, she goes, "Esa's Emilia," and the mom's like, "Who the fuck is Emilia?" And then she's like, "Wait, why is she talking in Spanish?" No reason. Wait. There's no reason for that. Why is mom talking in English? Yeah, that's a good ass question. You're psychoanalyzing yeah. me, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just kidding. No, but she goes, "Esa es Emilia." And then she goes, what is that? So let, let's pretend. What, what would you be famous for? Um, what if I said a burlesque dancer? Hey, fuck it. That's something. And she but goes, why is the 10-year-old watching me? There you go. You have to ask yeah. that. What if the mother comes up to you and she asks, why does my daughter know you as a burlesque dancer? Would you go? Would, you, would this be your response? Would it be A, why the fuck are you letting your daughter see that shit? Shouldn't you be the parent in this situation, or should you, or would you be B? Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, or three, whatever your whatever else. I'll choose three, the whatever one. But what, what would the interaction be? I I'd be like, um, well, would she be upset? Mm, what do you think? Well, I don't know because like burlesque dancing is kind of like a. I guess a more adult kind of thing. Explain, like, explain burlesque dancing to those listening. Burlesque dancing is like, how do I explain this? It's dance. It's women who dance. <laughs> it's like dancing, <laughs> and, but like burlesque. <laughs> yeah, no, get it together. Um, no, burlesque dancing. It's it used to be like really popular in like the thirties and forties, like. Um, there was flapper girls, which were like dancers in the 20s and 30s. And they were like these very um, like sexy girls for the time. And they would wear these dresses and dance on tables and, you know, dance at bars and restaurants. And burlesque dancers were like the more modern version of that in like the 40s. And they'd wear these very elegant but sexy like outfits that would show um, a lot of your body. You know, it's like. And they would just take it off or, like, dance. Like, a very good example would be, like, Vita Von Teese. So it's just kind of, like, stripping your clothes off, but, like, still covering up in, like, a 
it's just like very elegant and cute you should like look it up <laughs> but <laughs> i'm like you know what just look it up yourself um <laughs> sorry um but yeah like if a mom were to come up to me i'd just be like you know um <laughs> i just run <laughs> uh i'd be like you know oh like your daughter's so sweet you know like um Uh, let, 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 yeah. let, let's say let's say you were the mother in this situation and you, and your daughter was like a 10 year 10 year old daughter was looking up to your uh to a burlesque dancer well, well how would you react i okay it's hard because i like that so i'm just All be right. like oh yeah <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. yeah I'd be like, yeah, like that's really cool, you know, but obviously it's for like an older age. Right. And like, you know, it might be like a controversial opinion, but I'd be like, oh, like that's fine. It's just like at this age, no. Or like, you know, <sighs> probably this is not a good comparison, but it's like, you know, I wouldn't want like my young, young daughter to do makeup, but I'd let her do it in the future. Mm. Like, I wouldn't let her do burlesque dancing or anything in the present, but in the future, if that's what she wanted to do, so be it. So I wouldn't really be so upset about it. I don't know. That's Maybe cool. that's wrong. What What would you do if you oh, were well, the parent all, of this child? First of all, for those listening, if you're if you're already going, ah, oh, I would do this, or ah, oh, I think that's bullshit. Shut the fuck up. First of all, everybody <laughs> has everybody has their way of parenting and i agree with you in the sense where it would be like oh hun like i'm really glad that you can appreciate that art because in essence mm -hmm. it is an art form and i love that you are admiring an art form that's what i would say to my daughter and i would say yes and then i would say to add to that i would say but i wouldn't want you at this age of 10 years old to be truly diving into it but in the future when you're older at a at a right age you know where it's like mm -hmm. more appropriate you know if that is what you want to do by all means i support you yeah and it's like um a lot of people will compare it to like stripping and like stuff like that which is also a respectable job because that is work But, like, burlesque dancing is, like, a lot. Like, you have to prepare these outfits and, like, glam and everything. Like, there's the burlesque movie with Cher. Which is, which is one of my favorite. I'm not going to lie to you. If you haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend it. I love that movie, burlesque. Yeah. Um, That's where the Christian yeah. era, right? yes okay cool <laughs> i'm like yeah <laughs> um yeah no i totally agree with you because like a lot of people just look at that kind of dancing or whatever and be like oh like you're sexualizing yourself like oh you're gross or whatever and it's like people shouldn't look at it that way like it's an art form and if they want to do that then so be it why are you so pressed like right. damn <laughs> Obviously, there is that gray area, like as to when you said, mm -hmm. like, oh, some people find the controversy in it. But, you know, the, that's the thing. Like some people dictate their lives by finding the controversy in things they don't like or understand, such as like, as you just said right now, how some people are, are adamant to just jump 
the gun and be like, oh, like you're sexualizing it, this and that. Whereas to like, I believe like in the way we're both talking about it, how you and I are talking about mm -hmm. it, like we see it as an mm -hmm. art form because it is an art form. It's something that you have to put genuine time and effort into it. And I, I feel like when somebody puts time and effort to glamorize something beautiful and show this expression, because it's a dance, it's a, it's a choreography, it's a fucking act, it's beautiful, you know? So that's art. But some people just want to be like, ah, like just completely put it in the gray area, sexualize it. I like, just yeah. because you don't understand something or because it's not a conventional thing, it doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. Like that is a huge thing because a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't think this is like, okay. Or like, I don't get it. It's like, you don't have to, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. Like, obviously like, there are some cases that are, but <laughs> yeah. 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 There <laughs> obviously, but like, right. you know, it just in a general sense, you know, that's what's wonderful about um, like art because, uh, you know, as the saying goes, art is so subjective and art is so blah, blah, blah. This in theory, yeah, everything is though. Like you can say like people that play video games, yeah, there might be controversy because some games are showing like complete like uh, uh, like warfare and stuff and like violence and gore and all this stuff but you can also <laughs> me hitting say, people in gta <laughs> yeah and then there's also like moments where you watch a horror flick and there's like film bust who love horror and it's like some movies are way worse uh, visually speaking and gorier it's like why do we call a film art and not a video game when a video game was put i mean was made by so many people and then obviously you can go into it by saying like uh Oh, because it's like kids aren't supposed to be playing. Technically, it's not for kids, you know? Like yeah. some games aren't for kids, you know? Like so, like they're rated R and all this stuff. Obviously, not everybody listens to it. I didn't fucking listen to it when I was young. But I don't know. In regards to art, I just feel like people close themselves off. Like what do you think are some uh, art forms that people, like, like burlesque, for example, like that some people regard it as not being art because it's like taboo in a sense like um, well that's one um there's some that are like god damn <laughs> where do i start <laughs> um there's some that even i like question like obviously everybody has their preferences and the things that they like mm -hmm. but it's like you know that I forgot what it's called, but it's like where people like hang themselves like with hooks and stuff. Oh yeah, like, that is like intense, but like really interesting, and it is like an art form, you know. Right, right. And like people do that, and it's like, oh my god, why would you do that? Like you're hurting yourself or whatever. But maybe to those people, it's like, oh, I like to express this. Um, art form even if we don't get it like right right like i could easily be like well i don't get why you want to hang yourself with hooks like you're stupid like like you're just hurting yourself for no reason but it's like to them it's like the way they like it you know do like, you think uh there's a masochistic like underlying to it underlying to it i don't think always no, i i think that there is um also with like um like bondage 
like there's a lot of bondage art and stuff like that which i really like same but it's like it isn't always like masochistic um it's very easy to say it because obviously it's like you're hurting yourself on purpose or you're doing this on purpose but maybe like the reasons they do it is for something else i'm like i don't know what do you think i think some people just do it because it's just something that they uh i don't know they just find something intriguing about it like for example like i know you're an artist and you're very you're, you're very <laughs> well acquitted with your art but obviously oh, it doesn't it doesn't come it doesn't come from a spot of like oh i have to make this for it to mean something you know what i mean Mm-hmm. it just comes from you because you like it and i feel like that is the same level except that's taken to that level like i don't think mm-hmm. there's like an underlying i don't think there always has to be an underline but i feel like that's something very important that we should probably like take into consideration when it comes to art that although mm-hmm. it may be subjective it doesn't always come from like a fucking fantastic meaning you know Yeah. So I don't know. And you know, I used to be pretty ignorant and like judgmental when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'd probably think stuff like that like, "Oh my god, like why are you hanging yourself like that? Like, right. uh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that?" But like now that I've grown older, my old age, <laughs> <laughs> and like I've like I'm friends with a lot of artists and people and like And the things that they do are very different than what I do. And like, even if I don't get it, I can appreciate it and be like, yo, like, that's really cool that like, you like this and like, you stick to this. Right. And it's like, I've just grown to like, have an open mind and be like, yo, that that's pretty cool. Like, go for it. Even if I would ever do that, slay. I love it. <laughs> yeah, because some shit is just, I think there's too much, like, Speaking on the foundation of this topic, there's something that I always think about, which is if there were alien life on another planet and if there are alien life forms among us on this universe, I you always huh? <laughs> I always <laughs> I always <laughs> think to myself, I wonder what their cultures would be like. Yes. Right? Oh, my God. Me too. Like, like it could be like whatever we are and whatever our culture and everything is is like so alien to them i know right? like like it's so crazy That's the crazy. evolution of time and how everything has gotten to where it is like you know we were talking the other day and we're like oh, yeah. yo do you ever do you ever just like sit and they're like what the fuck like how did we get from plant yeah. life to what the like right now like, like I, we can communicate? i told you i told you like whenever i'm on the highway or something i'm like yo we're all just like driving in unison and like this is normal like are you kidding me right now right. like this isn't even like me being like on anything it's just like yo like what it's life and observation it, it really is like i'll be in a certain location and i'm like yo somebody like I wonder who was in this exact exact same spot like a hundred years ago, or like man, somebody probably died here, or like I wonder what it was in I this was, spot. I think that exact same thing, but where I live, mm-hmm. like in my house, like I wonder, like in the millions of years that Earth has stand, has has uh, floated, like 
this very spot that I live in, like, I wonder if anybody died around, you know? Yeah, it is very possible. I know that's fucking um, insane to think about that. <laughs> Your house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a, like, haunted spot in real life? Or, like, have you ever experienced a ghost? I have schizophrenia, so I don't even know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I've thought I had, but then it's just like a hallucination or something. But then I'm like, mm, I don't even know. So I can't answer that question for you, <laughs> but I'm going to ask it to you. Have you experienced anything have paranormal? Experienced? Um, yeah. Let me think about it. I experienced a paranormal. I've experienced several. I, I had my dad tell me a few in his lifetime, but me personally, I remember my family and I, went to a plantation in new orleans to have a tour of it and learn more about a historical uh like this historical mm -hmm. foundation right and we wanted to learn more about it you know because we we like to i mean well, we just wanted to learn more you know and yeah. we went to the tour on the plantation and in the mansion inside the mansion there was this like room i think which was for one of the daughters and within that room, there was this bed with, you know, those princess, like, uh, like, you know, the beds that have that, like, uh, fuck, what is it called? Like the sheer or like the blanket over them, like this, like little curtain or whatever that like hides it's... the whole bed or whatever. And like, you can like, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So I had, somebody had a camera. I forgot who, I mean, it was my, our camera, like my family my close family's camera, but I don't know who took the picture and somebody took the picture and when, there was no flash, no nothing. But for some reason, when we took the picture, a silhouette as if somebody was sitting on the bed oh, hell no. appeared <laughs> and that picture, funny enough, like obviously there was nobody in the fucking bed. Like we, we could see through it, you know? Like, if you stood on mm -hmm. the other sides, like, you could see it. Nobody was on the other side, by the way. And anyway. it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like this picture installed in the camera. Funny enough, the amount of times that we tried to delete the camera roll inside that camera, that mm -hmm. one picture never would delete. Yo, that ghost was like, I look good as hell in this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. Because, dude, I remember growing up having that camera for like, <clears throat> we had it for like 10 years. And we would, so there would be like 600 pictures, right? And you, mm -hmm. I would put select all, delete. And every single fucking time that one picture never deleted. Wait, I have a question. Was there any orbs in the picture? I don't remember. But I Well, just you better this. now cuz we're talking about it. <laughs> I don't want to give false like oh like cuz you know just make the story more interesting, but I no, remember I, I remember that the silhouette was just on that like curtain or whatever on the bed and it was like as if like a girl was like sitting there. <clears throat> which was fucking insane. And then there's another story 
where my dad told me where he was in Mexico. He was La Llorona. <laughs> something like that, but not that. Her cousin. La el primo. Prima. El primo, el primo Juan. El primo, el llorón. <laughs> el llorón. So my dad was at my grandmother's house. And this was, I believe this was before I was born. When times were good. <laughs> Holy I'm shit. sorry. You know, back in the day when the world stood with peace, you know, and there was no trouble and no war. Yeah. No nothing. So, so and then i think it was in the 90s and my dad was at my grandmother's house and he he went to go uh stay over there because he was like i forgot what he was going through what was his like why he ended up there but he ended up at my grandmother's house and he was sleeping and he couldn't sleep all night because he kept hearing this damn like clank like a hammer like a Mm -hmm. all night and like as if somebody was working on something <clears throat> and then flash forward to the day afterwards my dad goes to my grandmom and she goes and he goes no podía dormir toda la noche which for people that can't speak Spanish he goes yeah I couldn't sleep all night because that guy outside like that neighbor whatever was like working on something all night <clears throat> mm -hmm. and it just i couldn't like sleep and my grandma goes nadie vive allí like el se murió like hace cinco años oh hell no so like for people like what my grandma said was nobody lives there the person that lived there died years ago and he used to work there like that's my dad like remembers him like growing up like hearing him and my dad was obviously older at that time but uh my dad grew up hearing that man like all the time and he knew him and then my grandma telling him like you know he's not alive anymore like nobody lives there my dad was like what you know like so that's that's another like ghost story in my family there's another one too that supposedly i forgot what family member told me that they were driving at nighttime and It's funny because every single time they tell me this story, it doesn't it, it doesn't sound like it's coming from like a point of like, oh, like, like you're lying. It's more of like the truth. Mm -hmm. But supposedly, like it was like the woman in white, like where they're driving and like like the spirit just passes through the car. Mm -hmm. Like that, that happened to one of my family members. Oh, no. Which is like <laughs> insane. So. I like... Um, I don't know why my brain just like got to this point. No, no, I do know. <laughs> I was like, you asked me like, what if I've had any paranormal experiences? Mm. And then I started thinking of like what places that are haunted that I'd like to go to. Oh. And like, I really want to go to like an abandoned mall. And then I started oh. thinking about like a Chuck E. Cheese and then like a oh. showbiz pizza place. Cause like, you know, those were like, um some of those are abandoned and then i started thinking about the animatronics and then i started thinking of finite at freddy's but <laughs> like this train of thoughts ladies and gentlemen yo listen i cannot <laughs> concentrate to save my life <laughs> um, no but like abandoned like chuck e cheeses and showbiz pizza places mm -hmm. would be the spot that i'd like to go to 
because there's so much history in those places. I could go on about Chuck E. Cheese and showbiz forever, but like, you know, old Chuck E. Cheeses and old showbiz places. I just said that like three times. Jesus. <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. Girls with ADD hit different. <laughs> Guys with no, OCD but, be hitting different. They'd be like that. Hey, yo, I got it too. Let's get it. Um, Just all the DDs in the fucking like this. Yo, I got all the Ds. <laughs> yo, shout out if you're listening to this podcast and you got a disorder. Just shout out. Pat yourself in the back for a second. Hey, yo, shout out. <laughs> we love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue to what you were saying about the check and um, the haunted places you want to go to. Just like something about like those old animatronics. I just want to know, like, I'm like, are y'all got something? <laughs> like, are y'all haunted? <laughs> but like abandoned, like restaurants, abandoned malls, like especially, like there's this one in Houston. I don't even remember spaghetti the Warehouse. Oh, Spaghetti Warehouse too. I went there. Actually, you know what? My junior year of high school, I was in the magazine and I chose for October to write about haunted places in Houston, and I wrote about it. Spaghetti oh God, Warehouse. Tell, tell, tell us, tell me about it. Well, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also that uh, old library in downtown Houston. Mm-hmm. What's it called? It starts with a J. Oh wait, it's wait, like so very that old. Again? That old old but, old library oh, in library. downtown Houston. There's always guys skating in front of there for some reason, <laughs> but um, I, I don't. I, I can't recall the name right now. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, if y'all live in Houston, y'all know that old ass library. <laughs> yeah. And I like went to these places. Um, the Spaghetti Warehouse. Um, didn't it like flood in like 2017? Yeah, when like uh, Harvey happened. Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't, I just took pictures of the outside, but the vibe in there, I remember going when I was younger, was very interesting. It, how did, how like, did it feel, if you could describe it? I don't know if this makes sense, but it makes sense to me, but it reminded, it felt like Coraline. Like, it felt like, um, the, what was the neighbor that had all those, like, rats I don't remember that. I don't remember, but I, I understand the emotion. It's like the vibe that you get from Coraline that it feels like kind of off, but like it pulls you in and it just doesn't feel right. That's how it felt in there. And I was like 11 or something. So it's like, it was weird. And I just took pictures of the outside of it. And it's sad because I, I mean, it was still pretty cool in there. And I like vintage stuff a lot as, you know, and it was like very, like it was decorated very cool. A lot of like vintage stuff in there. Um, I don't remember how old it was, but it seemed pretty old. If you can recall that memory Mm -hmm. and think of a specific detail that really captured your attention, what would Mm -hmm. it have been? Um... I just remember it literally felt out of a movie scene. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm like 11, right? So I'm right, like right. short and like, it was like a school trip too. Like, okay, <laughs> going to the <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> um, so like, I'm like sitting down eating. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and like 
wash my hands right. and I walk and I go into the bathroom and it's just like empty and it gives me like a back room feel. And it's just like, I was genuinely feeling like a little s- creeped out. Mm-hmm. Like it just like felt really weird. And I'm like in there washing my hands and just like, I, f- it felt really strange. Like somebody was around there or behind me, you know, that feeling. Wow. It's like when you're taking a shower and you're like, Oh my God, like there were <laughs> somebody oh, right there. Like when nobody's <laughs> home. Oh, that's just, I hate that. Yeah. Shit. It's like, it was all, it was weird. And I'm not just saying this just because, you know, like, I'm, I'm a very skeptic person. Like, I don't know. Are you? So, yeah, I'm, I'm so skeptic about. Why? 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 Because I question everything. Oh, yeah. I even question myself. I don't think I'm real. (laughs) Okay. Let me tell you this story. Cause you, you kept bringing up spaghetti warehouse. Spaghetti. 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 So my mother and I, when I was 17 years, 16 years of age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 16, 15 or 16, whatever. So it was like 2015, 2016, around there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my mother and I went to Spaghetti Warehouse in downtown Houston. And as soon as we walked in, her and I, I immediately told her i feel strange about this spot i felt sick i couldn't breathe i started getting anxious i had a mild panic attack as soon as i walked in and i told my mom my mom goes no it's nothing like you'll be fine right like you're just like you're maybe you're just nervous we go sit down at the table they seat us down just her and i we you know we were having a lunch her and i Mm -hmm. and I don't know why she decided to take me there but we just went there and uh i guess to just try it out anyway we're eating at the table and my mom goes oh let's take a picture right mm-hmm. i go okay and then the waitress comes passing by and as the waitress is passing us by my mom goes hey can you take a picture of us and she goes yeah of course she grabs the phone. She just says no. <laughs> <laughs> no, señora. Uh, actually, no. get the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as she picks up the phone, she points the camera at us. And her eye kind of like twinkles of like, uh, you know, like she just saw something, you know? Y'all look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I'm just take a picture. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna take a picture of myself to make you go for it. See, I can remember this in the future. Okay. <laughs> so, she okay. So she's like pointing the camera at us. She goes, "A ghost just passed by." And my mom goes, "What?" And then she goes, "Yeah, this place is haunted, by the way." And she worked there, obviously. And my mom goes, "That's why you were feeling bad." And I go, yeah, I've been trying to tell you. Like, I felt like this presence since I walked in. So anyway, the waitress starts telling us, yeah, this place is haunted. Like, I give, uh, <clears throat> there's like a phone on the, because se- it's two floors. Mm-hmm. And she oh, goes, I stayed on the second floor. You're fucking insane. That's, oh, I'm crazy. That I'm fucking cuckoo in the cabeza. <laughs> so she, uh, she starts telling us this story, or, or she starts telling us these facts that, and the second floor at nighttime, 
when like they're closing off and stuff some nights you can hear like the music starting to play and as if like people were dancing upstairs because that building is like old as fuck it's like from the 20s or whatever 30s Mm -hmm. 40s and so you can hear the people like dancing up there and you can see like the silhouettes and stuff of like people dancing and she said this story that there's like a phone up there like an old school phone Mm -hmm. and she says that at nighttime when you're there that it starts ringing and she picked it up one time and like like i don't remember she said somebody was there talking or if she said like nobody like you just like you couldn't hear anything but i remember she said like she pictured this like phone and she kept talking about it she and my mom was just like spooked right and i was like oh shit right i was just like fascinated by it sorry to break it to you but i think everybody at the spaghetti warehouse has schizophrenia (laughs) probably to be honest maybe because the way she was talking about it was really fucking like crazy but who knows man like i want to believe you're being skeptical right now i'm very skeptical i like to believe that that the story is truth because i called it as soon as i walked in I think, you know, you might be right. I think you're crazy, it's... Leon. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, okay. What, okay, upstairs, there's this, like, middle part. What is yeah, yeah. it exactly? It's like it's like a stairway up there. And, like, it's like you go, it's like this stairway, and it, like, breaks it, like, literally right in the middle. It's weird. Yeah, that that little area feels so weird. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin. That that just like felt weird, and I remember that day very vividly. Like I don't know why, but I remember I was like in what let's say fifth grade, and I went to like Montrose mm-hmm. to see a play. Like right. we our school went to see a play, bougie, <laughs> kidding, <laughs> but it was like a Junie B. Jones oh, play. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We went to see it. It was fire. <laughs> but was we went to see it and like we went to the spaghetti warehouse after and it was upstairs. And I remember that middle part perfectly. Like the top part was red. It was like gold kind of bars. And recently I went to outside of Universal Studios. There's like this um, area and you can like eat places and like shop or whatever and i went to this italian restaurant there that like it's an old italian restaurant like there's celebrity pictures up there and everything and the bathroom has like old like antique gloves and stuff like on the walls like it's just like filled with antiques and the walls are filled with stuff like giving very much like the antique vibe that the spaghetti warehouse gave and like very similar but it didn't feel weird. Like Spaghetti Warehouse, yo, Spaghetti, Spaghetti, Spaghetti Warehouse, warehouse was whack as fuck. Spaghetti Warehouse <laughs> like, is fucking haunted, Amelia. Yeah, and so is that library. Oh yeah, I think oh. well, there's there's a lot of destinations in Houston that feel haunted. But anyway, what were we gonna say? Um, I started thinking about the library. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just like. I've talked about it briefly with like my sister sometimes and she's like, yeah, I remember this spaghetti warehouse. Like that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I think somebody, was there an elevator there? Like I, I heard so. that there was an, there was an old elevator there at one point and somebody died in that elevator. So 
Yo, I don't even know. Yo. Like, okay. Okay. In continuation as to what we were talking about, I had to, for some reason, Webex like has like a 50, I think it's like a 50 minute mark or whatever. But anyway, as you were talking about where you were talking about your sister and uh, at, at uh, Spaghetti Warehouse. Yeah. I was just that she also remembers it like very well, like that feeling of like, um, you know, it's weird. And usually, you know, as a kid, well, it depends on the kid, but it's like, you don't really notice certain things or like care or either you're very fixated on them or not. But like, you know, my sister was very fixated on that too. May just be a coincidence, you know, but like something about that place, you know, it just very spooky. And going into the library, I kind of remember it a little bit because I had to do research for it and I had to go and take pictures of the library for the magazine. Mm -hmm. And it's the Julia Ideson Library downtown. It's really pretty inside. Like, they have, like, art exhibits there sometimes. So if you live in Houston, (laughs) you should go. Go check it out. Go check it out. But they have, like, old, old books, old stuff. Like, they have them locked up. Like, (laughs) it's really crazy. But apparently, this janitor that worked there, like, secretly lived in a room in that in that library in like 19 like early 19 i don't know specifically 1917 19 something and he like would live there and nobody knew and then like he passed away there and then like people that worked there were like oh my god where's the janitor and like they started to smell something and Mm -hmm. they found my man (laughs) <laughs> and they found him. Shout out. Um, shout out. Shout out for keeping our libraries clean. Love him. <laughs> but yeah. And okay, again, I'm like a really skeptical person. And I'm right. like, oh, well, orbs could just be a flash. Like, right, right. Uh. so, but when I took those pictures on the camera, there was like orbs around. And, like, I kind of got upset at one point because I'm like, dang, I'm just trying to take a picture. Like, can you move? (laughs) 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 Like, really trying to be in my shot for the magazine. And, like, I was like, it's like a flash. Like, it could happen in any picture. Like, uh, I don't know. What is, like, how do people know that an orb, that is an orb? Or like who was like an like, orb? Like who was the one, like who was the one that was like orb fucking ghost? That's a fucking ghost right there. And they're like, get the fuck out of here, bro, fucking ghost. And then the motherfucking ghost comes out of nowhere, boo! And they're like, oh no, shit, it was a ghost. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder who. I need was. somebody to confirm who this motherfucker was. Who who was the motherfucker that said? Oh, that's a fucking ghost. And everybody was like, who the fuck do you think you are? He's like, trust me, bro. I'm fucking, I'm Ghostbusters, bro. Ghostbusters. And people just just rolled with it. They're like, you know what? <gasps> I mean, I feel like at one point in history, like, all right, if if you want me to be the skeptic, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll, I'll roll along with this. That if it was the skeptic, I feel like, and they're like, anything before like the 1950s, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I feel like you could easily manipulate. I mean, obviously, still to this day, you can manipulate people. But I feel mm-hmm. like 
in regards to like ghosts and spirits and shit and like all that. I feel like you could probably manipulate people a lot easier. Yo, you can manipulate anything like from the past. Like you can, it's crazy. Like I see some things that are supposedly in history books or whatever, but I'm like, are you for real? Like, like that should really happen. Like I need like proof, like, <laughs> like genuine proof. And you know, religion is one of those things, but like, I won't get into that. <laughs> <gasps> Yo, my dad. Okay. My, I remember my dad, <laughs> he, like he grew up really religious or whatever. Right, and right. his family would like be around the church a lot. And like, he would help and always be around like nuns and everything okay. and like help them out in the church. And there was like, um in mexico because right, you know right. he's mexican <laughs> and when he was a teenager when he was a teenager he worked at this cathedral and like one of the crosses mm-hmm. had it was like made out of gold and on the inside was like a little like it was like a little locket thing and it had pieces of wood from the cross apparently oh, okay. and my dad said like i got to touch this thing and i'm like yo how do you know that's the wood from the cross? Does it like, have like Jesus somebody, DNA? <laughs> like it could just be like somebody like roughing it up and stuff and just like. Yo, imagine like you just get some wood and roughing it up and be like, yo, that's Jesus, that. Jesus died on this that. shit. You know, I'm funny, like, I need Jesus's DNA right now. <laughs> you know, funny enough that you brought that up. First of all, I want to say two things uh, before I get into this other thing. And sorry if I interrupted you. If you, if you Do you <laughs> no, have anything? Okay. okay, sorry. Uh what I was going to say is um, when you said, oh, we went to go see Junie B. Jones. I have this distinct <laughs> memory where I was at the movie theater, movie theater. And I remember at one time they were showing previews for the, sh- for the movie Junie B. Jones that came out in like 2012 or some shit, like a long ass time ago. Damn, that was like probably around the time, 2012, 2013. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. So y'all went to go see the movie, right? No, we went to go see a play. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, oh, that's interesting. Maybe That's fascinating. Maybe it was like around the same time they decided to just... To make the I fucking movie? Just make that <laughs> yeah. be famous? So anyway, I'm in the yeah. movie theater waiting to see some other film, which I have completely forgot. Probably Marley and Me or some shit. I don't know, something. That shit made me cry, no lie. That movie always makes me cry. But anyway, before we jump from one thing to the <laughs> other, um, uh, at one point, I'm watching the preview and that movie Junie B. Jones comes out, right? And everybody's like quiet, right? Like, obviously, like, there's no, like, react. it's a fucking preview, right? It's not like, oh, like the movie, right? The eclipse happens mm-hmm. and everybody reacts. So anyway, the preview ends and you hear this one man like this one guy sitting not that far from me scream out, Junie B. Jones? I thought her name was Jones B. Junie. And like the whole fucking theater like <laughs> cracked the fuck up laughing. And it was hey, yo, just... somebody get this man. <laughs> and it was like so like, I don't know, just one of, it's a fun, funny memory. But. Oh my God. But uh, what, what the fuck were we talking about before that? Um, For people who are listening that don't oh, know oh, us, yeah, yeah. we both literally cannot like focus on something without going into something else and then going into something else but i remember i remember now i remember i remember remember now we were talking about how your dad had that cross 
Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, oh, that's funny because I've been to that like really famous spot in Mexico where they do like the where they show the Rosa de Guadalupe every year, like that big festival mm-hmm. or whatever. And I've been there. I've been yeah. where, where supposedly like there's that like, like blanket or the one that I, I forgot who it was, but that he like yes. the imprint of Jesus. Yeah, I've been, I've been I there in person. That. That's crazy. Yo, my grandma is like obsessed with Jesus or whatever. Like my family on my dad's side is hella religious. So she goes to shit like that. Like my family's obsessed <laughs> with Jesus. It's iconic. Yo, like, no, I'm being dead ass. Like they met Mother Teresa. Like I'm not even fucking with you. Like what do you mean they met Mother Teresa? What does that mean? Like they got to meet her. Like my dad, my aunt, and my grandma. Like Mother Teresa, Mother Teresa. Yeah, bro. Literally. What? What? How did the experience go? Tell me about it. What happened? I don't know. I don't talk to my dad. I can't ask him. <laughs> oh my fucking! <laughs> it's funny because like they're religious, and then I'm over here looking oh the way God. I do and thinking the way I do. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. That they just you just casually throw that shit in like into the podcast. Oh yeah, my family and Mother Teresa. How the fuck are you just gonna yeah. throw that shit in there? That's funny. That's just like yeah. My my family's a big fan of Jesus. You know, I mean, like at at one point in my life, like I didn't think about it that hard, you know. But it just it just hit me one day. Jesus is you know, and that's funny. Can you imagine <laughs> if Jesus was a celebrity nowadays? Hmm. I wonder what his Instagram bio would be. Get him, you Y'all want wine? Like, that's his, like, party trick. Like, <laughs> wow. That's funny. Uh, that, oh, right. Uh, so, anyway, I was going to ask you. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you a question that I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, fuck, what was I going to ask you? We were talking about how you would go to that thing <laughs> where you could see the Oh yeah, right. Sorry. I yeah. fucking I'm sorry. For like Man, exactly, you're good. exactly what you said, like for the people listening. Like Yo, I just have to get them prepared even though we're like an hour in. <laughs> I know. Like, oh yeah, by the way, you know. By the way, we can't keep a conversation without without jumping out. From <laughs> things. Actually, yeah. for all you people listening, before the actual podcast started. It took us like like five minutes just to get all like our nerves and laughter out before we actually began the damn podcast. And funny enough, <laughs> just like I told you, as soon as we started the podcast, we got all, hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. You know, <laughs> Yo, And it's funny because this is the most formal way we can talk. Like, no, have you the noticed most that? Formal way. Yeah, we're like, mm-hmm, yes, um, we're talking about this and that. And, like, actually, the way that we talk, we sound it's like, like two fucking different. idiots. It's, it's, it's like, I, I, don't, I feel like the world will never know how we truly talk to one another. Because just this, be yourself. Just be yourself, Emilia. Dude, like, just express yourself. Because it's like, we're getting so fascinated in conversation. And while you're talking... It made me realize, like, wow, this is, like, the most, one of the few moments we've been, like, this serious with one another. Yeah. Actually, like, conversated about, like, fa- obviously. This we're is... always... <laughs> Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
This is why we started laughing when I introduced myself because I try to do it so formally. <laughs> Hi, my name's Amelia. Like, bruh. Welcome to the Astro Love. <laughs> Dude, do the do the voice you wanted to do for the podcast. <laughs> Wait, the the Eric the, Hartman. Yeah, voice. yeah, yeah. Nah, I just have to throw it in. Wait. <laughs> uh, actually. <laughs> and. Um, actually, I really don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> say, no, I did it so bad. I'm say, so say, welcome to the Astro Lounge podcast. Say that in Cartman's voice. Um, welcome to the Astro Lounge podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, shout out to South Park. The yo, only thing out. keeping me together is season 25. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, shout out to uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <laughs> shout out. Also, shout out to Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville for being oh, Dude, if you, if, for the people listening, if you haven't seen, obviously not right now, they'll just get away from this podcast and fucking be like, ah, Stay. Stay. Stay right now, here. Go watch Johnny Knoxville. And I mean, well, it's technically Steve-O's podcast, but Steve-O's, uh, what is it called? His podcast? Uh, we, I was just watching it. I know, me too. I just watch. Oh, anyway, Steve-O has a Just podcast. watch the Steve-O podcast on YouTube. Yeah, and just put Johnny Knoxville, he, and he was featured on it today. And at the very end, I don't want to spoil it, but at the very end, they have such a heartwarming uh, moment moment with one another. Thank you for completing that sentence, because I completely blanked <laughs> out when I, when I was what I was about to say. You know, I, blanked, man just... <laughs> I blanked out. You know why I blanked out when, you, when I said that? Because I was feeling the emotion I felt when i saw that and i was like this man wow. dissociated for a yeah second. i was like that is so wholesome and beautiful and so when you said moment i was like all right like yeah yeah moment yeah. it's because it was really genuine and like oh, they've dude. been they've known each other for like a while so it's like you know they've gone through a lot of stuff together and you could see that like they're genuinely like you know good friends and like do care for each other yeah it was yo <laughs> Yeah, Steve crying makes me want to cry. I know that shit. That shit was making me tear up. Like, I mean, fuck it. Like, y'all are gonna watch it. You know, if you're gonna watch, you're gonna watch it. If you're not, you're not gonna watch it. But at the very end, what happens is basically he goes. Uh, Steve tells Johnny Knoxville before like we end this podcast. I just really want to tell you that uh, I'm really appreciative for you and for the career you've given me, and that you always truly take time to listen and um, give me great advice in all my projects and truly take your time to listen to it and not just like scam over it. And you always give me like critique in a sense, but in, in a good way, like great advice and this and that. And like Johnny, me. And Johnny, <laughs> oh my God, Emilia. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a niche celebrity myself. You know, I just, just I support my friends wherever I can. You know, I mean, you know, I'm the shit. You know, whatever. You know. So, I, so anyway, Johnny Knoxville goes. Uh, I feel like, first of all, let me point out. I feel like <laughs> when I get like that voice that comes out of me, that you fucking make me have like the that voice that I always do with you, like that. Like uh-huh. uh, actually, like I'm a fucking niche celebrity. Like that shit. When I do that shit, I don't do that with nobody else. And so I feel like when somebody hears this podcast, it'll be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Actually, uh, I'm a fucking... So anyway, Johnny fucking Knoxville goes. 
oh, I love you, man, and I'm proud of you. And as soon as he said that shit, Steve-O is like, oh, fuck. You know, like, you could just see him, like, like all those years of brotherhood just, like, hit him in that moment. And because they've reached an age, like, Johnny Knoxville is 50 now, and Steve-O, I don't know how old Steve-O is, but they're obviously a lot older. Steve-O's 47, actually. What's up? I said Steve-O is 47. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Fucking yeah, I, w- I was watching a video earlier because I was watching. Also, can you hear me right? <laughs> yeah, I can, hear, I can hear you fine. Okay. Um. So I watched the... Interesting, we watched it like today, like simultaneously, like at the same time. Well, I don't even know if at the same time, but we watched it today because it came out today. Oh, you and, and I? Yeah, like oh, we yeah. both listened to the podcast today. And like, um, I didn't realize that it had come out today. And I watched it and it was like so heartwarming. And then I like clicked on a video of like Steve when he was younger. And it's just like Johnny's there. And it's just like, damn, like they've come such a long way. Because it was like Steve didn't. Steve was like having an apartment with like his friends and you can see like Johnny there and everything. So I'm like, damn bro, like you've been there for a while. Like right. it looked young as hell. Like I mean, they're not old, but they're not very young. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they're not fucking like oh, they're not ancient. They're not like yeah, but still, like if you think about it, like twenty years of that shit, like they've oh, it's a long fucking time for what they've been doing. Have you Yo, seen? It? Have you seen? Oh yeah, you have seen it. Never mind. Yeah, you remember. The Jackass Forever. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that that was so good. I was literally oh, having like a breakdown the day before yesterday, right. and I was just like going out for a walk, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I like Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like genuinely having like a breakdown, and like I was like, <laughs> I I was like, this is not okay. I was like spiraling and like not doing good. And I remembered when I went to see Scream 5, mm-hmm. I, um, like the last day I was in Houston, I saw the Jackass like posters and stuff. And I was like, man, I really want to watch it. Right. And then I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to go watch it right now. And I like walked to the movie theater from where I live. And oh, shit. You I, live that close to a movie theater? Yeah, it's like right wow. here. It's wonderful. And like I went in and this movie theater is like 80s themed still. <gasps> like it has those LED oh, light stuff and everything. Yeah, it's really cool. By the way, for the people listening, for all of you like that are like, man, where the fuck is this in Houston? You know, like it's not. Just know that. <laughs> no. It's, it's this was in Orange County. <laughs> yeah, this is some some other place on earth. Yeah, but I'd be in Houston. <laughs> so <laughs> And, like, I went into the movie theater, and it was, like, lonely as hell. And I, like, walk up to the lady, and I'm like, can I have one ticket to see Jackass? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, of course. Choose your seat. And they're, like, all empty. So I'm like, um. <laughs> the middle one. I'm like, give me a minute. <laughs> do, the, do the voice. Do the Cartman voice. Um, give me one minute. Um, <laughs> I can't do it very well right now. <laughs> If y'all want to hear my Cartman voice, follow me on the gram. Follow me on the gram. For a personal DM. <laughs> and then oh wait just, and then wait to see if she accepts you <laughs> to follow. Yeah. That's funny. 
I'm gonna be like, who the fuck is that? And they're like, um, I followed you from the podcast. Um, like, I want to know your uh, Cartman voice. Everybody's fucking Cartman now. <laughs> yeah, I want to be Cartman for Halloween. You should be Cartman for Halloween. Yo, do you see how we've gotten to this point? What the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's right, right? Oh, we were talking about you, uh, we went. Uh, how do we get to what what point? Like the Johnny Knoxville and Stevo stuff. Yeah, we were talking about how that was a heartfelt moment. But I I was I know, saying how, like, do, how, how do we go from your dad's experience to meeting Mother Teresa to fucking you going to the movie theater to see Jackass? Hey, you should put a trigger warning before you say the word dad. <laughs> yo, hey, yo, my bad, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Hey, yo, some of our viewers are also kind of sensitive to that. <laughs> yeah, damn. I'm not even going to talk then. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, we uh-huh. both said no, I'm kidding at the same time. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, what the fuck were we just talking about? Um, I That's a good question. Can like the viewers tell us? <laughs> viewers I want to... I want to have a live stream one time where it's just like, oh my god, that'll be chaotic. Just fucking people reacting to like, oh yeah, we're talking about this. Like we're getting, because that's what happens. Like you and I, we we have this trouble of like getting into something so fucking fascinating, so intriguing. And because of our fucking ways that we work, we're like, oh, what? You know, like we start getting into some other shit. It's because I think we like genuinely really get into it that then other things stem from it. Like it's like, oh, well, also this, but oh, also this. And like, we can't like keep going with one topic. Like, I feel like if I were if if I were to have like a true crime podcast, I would be so awful at it because I'd just like be like, oh, yeah, this person killed this person and this and that. And I would like just spiral into different parts. (laughs) Like we do do not have order. (laughs) Do you think you'd be a good detective? Um, I like that pause you had. You really thought about that. Well, um, I think I could be, but I have a really hard time. Like, concentrating on one thing or like having a thousand things a thousand things a thousand things on my mind at once right so i'd be like okay well it could be this or like this and that and they'd be like ma'am we like we need to work on this part but i'm like okay what about this 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 person got killed can you please concentrate no Well, if you had well, if you had a true crime podcast, what what would be one of your first? Uh, uh, that's very cases? specific. What? Like first cases that I talk yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, you know, <laughs> I. That's a good ass question. I listen to a lot of true crime, mm-hmm. like hella true crime. I would probably talk about like certain, no, not certain, um, recent topics, like recent like murders. <laughs> oh wow! Like like such as, um, the Gabby Petito one. I know people are all talking about it, but like I feel like it's really important to shine light on them. Or I would talk about cases that aren't really talked about because, you know. 
it's sad how like some cases don't get enough light or enough attention and like these families like just didn't get the recognition not recognition but like support or like i mean that could fall in the same category i mean yeah right to get recognized to get support yeah and it's like ongoing cases right now that like don't have a lot of attention because you know police kind of suck like they don't <laughs> oh my god such a <laughs> fucking bold statement on podcast no go ahead yo i have some beef with police and i'm not gonna get into it right now no, go but for it if you want like, go for it it's yeah, your voice. you're you're the one that's saying it it's not me go for it yeah, i'm gonna get arrested <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yo, okay, me and Leon hung out the other day and like he we went to like different spots. He's like, I almost got arrested here. Oh my god, yeah, I know. I I kept bringing that up and I made me realize how many times I yeah, though. And I'm like, damn, what are you doing? It's yeah, I don't it shit happens. Yeah. That, that's funny, right? That I was thinking about that cuz we were walking and I was like, oh, I almost got arrested there. And I would say it's so casually not realizing like the effect of what i just said <laughs> and i said it like five times yeah i'm like damn <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing i'm like i'm not doing anything illegal it just you know shit happens sometimes mm-hmm. and yeah but anyway what were you saying continue continue oh, your was- your vernacular of controversy coming ahead i want to hear it all I'm, don't don't hide away or shy away from it okay by all means go for it's it. just like a lot of cases where like the police really don't do anything or put enough like um time and effort like a lot of them are just like okay like give it like 24 hours or like oh like like, like, like the first the first 48 that literally just like oh well after 48 hours they're like well just drop the case on i was through a case yesterday and it was this girl and she went missing. And it's like, um, one of the detectives said like, cause they weren't, the police weren't doing shit, like nothing. And they're like, the more time you take, the harder it's gonna be to find this person. Like time matters. Like, and it's just like really sad how like some like stations just really don't give a fuck. And like, just like, let it pass and like these parents are like up like terrified of like what could happen to their kids they can't sleep like nothing like sometimes i'm not saying necessarily that they're true crime cases but like on instagram i like see posts of like hey like help me find like my sister or my cousin like it's like imagine if you were in that position and it's like it could be anything it could be a missing case it could be a true crime case so I would talk about those cases or bring light to these things because I know damn well if like my brother or my sister were missing, I would not be able to sleep. I would not be able to eat. I would probably pass out. Like, and imagine like being a parent mm-hmm. like that is even worse. So is there <laughs> is there any particular like uh, one that you would... Uh... I, yeah, (laughs) I'm like, I don't really, I can't really say because I just listen to so many, but um, 
I would work on those. What would what would your case be? The first well, case. I, well, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't. I mean, like, I I I love like detective work and like I love true crime every now and then. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I ask you because I know you have more insight knowledge of it. And in yeah. a way, it's like how what would you captivate me with, like as the audience? Like I, that's why I'm asking you because I know you have more, and you've told me in the past a few stories and stuff that have been very fascinating to me, such as uh. Like, I mean, you just told me a bunch of stories in the past in regards to, like, you know, shit like that. So that's why I'm asking you, like, what is one murder or true crime that has recently occurred that is more uh, lesser known, not too much open to the public or just not recognized as much that you would uh, want your audience to know about? You know, I would make it. A priority obviously I'd be talking about all like true crime or missing people cases mm -hmm. but like shed light on like people of color a lot mm -hmm. because I feel like they don't get the attention that they need mm -hmm. like I it's just like sad like to me to see that like I'm like how do I even begin <laughs> like It's just really frustrating because they deserve the amount of attention that everybody else would get. Right. Like, it's just really, like, frustrating that they don't. And, like, are you kidding me? Like, these are actual people. Like, they have families, like, and friends and everything. Like, it's just, it just sucks. Yeah, it's something that, you, that you're passionate about that you kind of want to spread that message of these cases should be brought into the light as much as you know yeah as everybody else right. and like everybody is important like it like everybody deserves to have that attention like can you name a particular case i can't say oh. listen to so many and i don't even know a lot of the last names So I'd have oh, to like. Okay, so you can't just say like, "Oh, fucking Rob," you know, and you'd be like, "Rob, what?" You're like, "I don't fucking know." Just Rob, Rob, whatever his like. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like I don't know. It's a lot of cases, and but I've I've genuinely thought about starting something true crime before, but like you should. I would. I don't know. I'd probably rather start a creepy pasta channel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, that's still something. I feel yeah. like you would do. I, I, you've told me a few stories in the past that has truly captivated me, such as like as you were talking earlier about the, uh, the the paranormal fucking things you were talking about earlier in the podcast. Number fifteen. <laughs> Number fifteen. Uh, spaghetti warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, um. Like, I remember being in, like, middle school. Obviously, Amelia was a creepypasta kid. But, like, <laughs> I would, like, listen to Mr. Creepypasta and stuff like that. And I'm like, where's Miss Creepypasta? The fuck? <laughs> I, remember, I remember that was a fucking conversation you asked me the other day. Where we're, I was driving around, such as you said, as we were hanging out. Uh -huh. and at one point, you go, I don't fucking know. I forgot how why this came up into the conversation. And you go, did you watch creepy pasta as a kid and i was like no and you were like what i was like oh, man I don't, i don't know yeah are you insane yeah uh, 
But like, (laughs) (laughs) I literally have thought about it for like a long time and it's like kind of goofy, but like, I'm like, yo, I think I could have the voice for it. Like I could do it. (laughs) I feel like your voice is very unique. I dig your voice a lot. That's why I want, uh, to record you in the future for like to do voices. I've never told you about this. I'm kind oh. of open, but I wanted you to do voices for like a show or whatever that I'm making or like just for like music or some shit. Just have you like inst- <laughs> installed somewhere in there. Crying, throwing up right now. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because I, I probably talked about this with you before, but like I personally hate my voice and like people don't usually like their own voice because you hear it at a different frequency than other people mm-hmm. so to me like i sound deeper probably <laughs> motherfucker is hearing it at 14 gigahertz i'm hearing it at twelve thousand. for real <laughs> yeah I, sound, I don't know it's just like i don't know anybody who likes their own voice but i like mine no wait i don't like mine what the fuck <laughs> 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 a fucking brain fart yo it's okay it's all right let's keep it going <laughs> <laughs> uh i was gonna ask you this whole time i've been wanting to bring this up because i know you uh i'm gonna take uh because you and i have been talking about it a lot so i decided to take for my science classes this semester in, in college is uh oh. environmental sciences <laughs> yo <laughs> and, and so uh because I'm also passionate about it. I also like uh, all that bullshit. I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, I know you're passionate about it. And is there anything that you would like to put out there or could talk about? Um, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yo, don't <laughs> get me started right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Go off. Okay. So I know like everybody has things that they like to have. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I like to buy this thing and it's probably not very eco-friendly or whatever. I'm the same way. I like my stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yo, you're about to do a Cartman voice there. <laughs> um, I like. <laughs> <laughs> no, continue, as you were saying. Like, I'm not saying you have to change everything in your life. I'm not saying you have, everybody has to switch to living a specific way and no plastic, no nothing, die. Like, (laughs) fine, you know, but in moderation, like, you can, like, it's just, fuck, (laughs) I'm, like, going to start crying, bro. (laughs) Y'all need to care more (laughs) because I know it's like, oh, well, you know. If I, it's just me, like, if I do it, like, it's not going to affect the entire environment. Like, everybody, think about you multiplied by 7 billion people. Like, okay, you just need to learn to be more. Okay, but let me, let me ask you, instead of just, like, you have to learn, what would, what would you do? tell these people? Like, what is some advice you would say and to help the common average person even if it's a slight change whether it may be like recycling and shit but 
you know, obviously uh, there's other minuscule things that you can do to help out. What would it be in your case? Yeah, like, what, what I was going to say something like that because my train of thought was like going everywhere because right. talking about like environmental stuff puts me in like a thousand places at once because right. I like think about like coral reef stuff and like climate change and right. like clothes and everything. So it's just like centering myself to what you can do. Um, I know people... Some people think that, like, being eco-friendly, like, will cost you more, mm. which isn't necessarily true. Like, things such as, like, um, you know, what you use to take a shower. Like, instead of using, like, liquid soaps and stuff, like, use, like, um, soap, bar, bars of soap. Like, those are more eco-friendly, like... Um, your toothbrushes instead of getting plastic ones you get bamboo ones and stuff to further explain why emilia is saying use a bar of soaps scientifically speaking behind that fact is that when you use a liquid soap it's not the i mean i don't know if it's the liquid that's bad sort of but i know it's the plastic bottle that it comes in yeah that's what you're trying to tell the people like that's that's the scientific way whereas a bar of soap is just a bar of soap by itself usually sometimes it may be wrapped in plastic but sometimes if it's natural if you get it from somewhere where it's it's not it's it's less and it sometimes comes in a recyclable uh cardboard like uh wrap mm -hmm. that you can um, recycle and like I know it's hard for people to like change things they like because us as humans are selfish and it's like, Oh, like I have to change everything. Like, Oh my God. Like, no, like these are everyday things that you could just switch, you know, like natural deodorant, which is also better for you because the deodorants you buy, like let's say the dove ones or stuff. Like if you see the chemicals on there, there are things in there that are not good for you. I'm just saying for your own sake and also the plastic in it, whatever. I use natural deodorants and they do last like way longer and they're in like cardboard packaging. Can and you give an example of one of the products you use? Well, for, for deodorant, I deodorant, I mean. Um, I don't remember. The, oh, it's like raw, raw sugar. Raw sugar is a really good brand. I think you can get it at Target. Hmm. And, um, yeah, also oil, like choose like avocado oil instead. Um, that's better for the environment because. Uh, when you I, say, when you imply avocado oil, what does that refer to? Like, what is that used for? Like, okay. Like, obviously you're not going to put fucking oil in like avocado oil in your fucking car. You know what I mean? No, no, like for cooking. I'm just like, I have okay. so many things on my mind right now. I wish I would have prepared for this because I right. have like... No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Like <laughs> if you want in the future, we can have another... For all of you listening, don't expect like, oh, you're just jambling, like saying shit. Like obviously there's a reason behind everything you're saying. That's why I'm trying to clarify everything. So just, it's not like just, oh, it's this, do that. that. It's more of like, like I get your process because I know you. Mm -hmm. I know you who, yeah, who like, you are. Just think that I'm throwing stuff out there. It's like yeah. I like genuinely know a good amount about these things and like genuinely like care. 
and like i'm also a person so i also use things use things that are not sustainable like necessarily so it's like i'm not like necessarily like Perfect. the eco-friendly like <laughs> queen right. like it's just there's little things you could change that could you know help the environment a little more like um you know easily go into the grocery store get your own bags and take them and use them over here in california you have to pay like 10 cents per plastic bag um because they're more conscious of it That's whatever Forgot about so, that. you know i take my own bags every single time um yeah. i didn't know that about you yeah <laughs> i'm a tote bag hoe <laughs> <laughs> that's dope trader joe's um yo trader joe's bread is so good man. okay i'm sorry that's okay <laughs> so anyway to let me let me clarify for the people because i oh shit i hit myself we're hitting we're hitting a plateau of lunacy you and i going insane because for all of you listening, we planned this podcast episode last minute, kind of mm -hmm. just jumping the gun into it. So if you're truly considering all this knowledgeable information, take it with a grain of salt. If we <laughs> miss say something, we're not fucking scientists. We're not blah, blah, blah. This, this is just a, from the dome. In regards to how you're talking, because I know how you work, like I said, mm -hmm. uh, it's more of like uh, what I'm trying to say is I know you have a lot of knowledgeable information. And if I were to tell you, hey, I want to talk about this, this, this and that, I know you'll have more insight into it and more detailed. Uh, yeah, because like yeah. when you're passionate about something, you care a lot about something, it's like, I got a lot to say, and I just kind of freeze, I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, like, you, just, like, I just, I got so much. Yeah, so I, that's, that's what I'm saying, like, for the people listening, like, don't, don't be fucking like, oh, you know, you don't know, it's like, no, it's not that, yeah. it's just, it's fucking, in my end, it's almost three in the morning, and then in media's end, it's fucking, <laughs> like, one in the morning, and so, like, just keep just that in mind. general message, get that, get the general message, <laughs> <laughs> That you can be more sustainable by changing little things in your life. You don't have to drastically, you know, change things. You don't have to live in a cardboard box. Like, you know, being reasonable, it's like, you know, just change little things. Like, it can make a difference. That's which all I, I got. Which I, well, I will say to you, bar, I, if I had to choose between liquid soap and bar of soap, I would go for the bar of soap. There's just something about it. And this is going to get a little, little, you know, oof, but... <laughs> the lathering when it's on your skin like when it's a real nice soap like natural soap mm -hmm. is this amazing feeling in your body afterwards that is like as if you've been caressed by like nature and you've been hugged everywhere so it's like i don't know there's something special about it too like it's not just like to help the environment like there's obviously like sometimes benefits like psycho psychological benefits from like these things because they are natural and i feel like we've be, we've gotten so artificial that we've strained away from like this mm -hmm. how we're supposed to feel you know as humans and shit so i will yeah. say that and it's like 
if you don't want to let go of your like body wash that you like from Bath and Body Works, that's fine. <laughs> just you know, change something else. It's like, oh, but like I really like this. Like, don't get me wrong, girl. I I understand because I'm the same way with certain things. So it's just like, okay, if you're not gonna do that, like sacrifice something else. Like, do the deodorant or something. Like, I'm not a crazy environment lady. Like, just you know, do something that could help. Can you hear the sirens going off right now? LA is crazy. No, I cannot hear them. Oh, they're getting closer. <laughs> they're coming for me. <laughs> Here we go. Suspicion.